Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Raider and Philly Sai, sitting to my right is the King and we're here to talk about Super Bowl 53. Hey boys. Good evening. Mm. Silence. Alright. <laughs> Good job. There, there we go, there we go. All right. uh, welcome to the Super Bowl review show. Uh, it's less than 24 hours since uh, Super Bowl 53 happened in Atlanta. And the New England Patriots won their sixth Super Bowl title uh, with the same quarterback, with the same head coach, 13 points to three. Mm-hmm. Initial thoughts then, guys. I'm going to cede the floor to you lot. And uh, what do you think of the game? Punk, you must have... This is your wet dream, isn't it? <laughs> it pretty much was. I loved it. I wanted it to finish 6-3. I thought that would have made a <laughs> superb Super Bowl. All the, well, all says the, you, mate. I mean, all these glory yeah. hunting fans that turn up and go, oh, let's have 54-51. Nah. Proper football. Hard nose. Defense is on top. Small adjustments making all the difference. Loved it. Yeah, it was good. It was good if, <laughs> it was good if you're, you know, I think a lot of people like the Super Bowl and they just want to watch it and they want to see a, a high-scoring game. People that watch, every, you know, as much as we do, I think that's, um, you learn to appreciate the sort of nuances and, and the game in the trenches which it was exciting to see that that offensive line versus that defensive line really on both sides of the ball um and what they were both doing so yeah it was it was exciting but it was, a few it more was, points would have been nice it wasn't one for the casual fan i think that's the yeah. thing isn't it like like you say i think yeah. if you're if you're the more casual fan you hate that sort of thing i mean uh, for me it, it had intrigue but not that much interest i mean it was <laughs> it was fairly dull okay. but I, but it was intriguing what yeah. do you hate seeing it? You, what you don't like that one team didn't even make it into the red zone <laughs> the whole game intrigue <laughs> <laughs> that is intriguing how the Rams completely failed on offense mm. the entire game let's let's have it right you know? I'd much mm. rather watch one of those games though than a, a massive blowout like you got when the Seahawks smashed the Broncos yeah but it's an adjustment thing so I thought what was interesting is that the two most high powered offenses or that have scored the most points so far this season the Patriots have played both in the last two games. Yeah. And and the difference was the Chiefs were getting slaughtered first half and, and barely put up any points. And then they made adjustments, they come back. Any points up. Yeah, yeah, zero, yeah. So, you know, they made adjustments and started putting points on the board. The difference was this week, I think that the Rams outplayed themselves. They were trying to be clever with the clock, not allowing Belichick to call plays, but you kind of forget that you've got a quarterback who's not used to calling plays at the line of scrimmage and looked like a deer in headlights every time that they audibled um, because they were only going out sort of 15 seconds left on the play clock and he didn't have enough chance to look over to the sideline, check what plays to call out um, to change to. So I think that they outplayed themselves from that perspective. Because 15 um, seconds is the cutoff then for the, the coach to be able to talk in the in yeah. earpiece. But I like I like the idea behind doing that, but I just don't think that Goff is quite at that level now where he can read the defence himself. Yeah. And that's the difference. So it, it made sense in terms of it it counteracted the, the noise issue that they were having. But what I think it did was it put too much pressure on Goff to make those, those calls at the, at the line of scrimmage to change plays. And I just don't think he was basically good enough on the night to do that well that was your knock on him going into the draft wasn't it that he just doesn't know how to read defences no whereas someone like Carson Wentz was which is why we rated him above yeah yeah Goff going into the draft yeah the problem Goff had was that O-line it it didn't play up to the standard that it has done the last couple of weeks where it was giving him time to get through yeah the Patriots were coming through virtually every single play yeah they they were clever the Patriots where where they, they rushed five on almost every play 
Um, and the kind of the thought I thought the thought process behind that was if they rush the ball, we've plugged the middle, and if they're not rushing the ball, we've got an inexperienced quarterback who is going to get flustered. Yeah, and so it, actually it worked on both fronts. They actually managed to negate both both sides of their offense. I think yeah. honestly, this is the first game you can say the Rams really miss Cooper Cup. Because, like you say, they were rushing five mm. on virtually every single play, and that's when Cup is the safety blanket. Yeah, look what Edelman so, did. You know, you, yeah, exactly. It's exactly the same way that that Brady uses Edelman. So I think Goff not having Cup there in this particular game actually was a massive, massive disappointment for yeah. him because you know Reynolds, you know, Reynolds had a fairly decent game, but he's just not Cooper Cup. He doesn't find that soft section in the zone where you mm-hmm. sit down and move the chains mm-hmm. three catches of seven targets for 28 yards for Josh Reynolds but they, you're right I think he had a pretty good game uh, Robert Woods only caught five of his ten attempts for 70 yards Brandon Cooks had the best day in the, for the Rams that was 120 yards off eight catches on 13 targets yeah but they, they definitely took away Robert Woods the fact that only half of his uh, completions were there did you see the um, interview with Bill Belichick after the game where he talked about the fact that we, from their perspective, obviously the run game they had to respect, but they didn't want to get beaten over the top because they thought they could outscore them. So they double-teamed Woods the whole game and put Gilmore on Cooks. And actually Cooks' success came in like two or three plays. Actually, yeah, the, a couple of big most of the game he was he was non-existent yeah, and yeah. Gilmore had him covered up. So, um, you know, and obviously and then Gilmore made the play when they, they had the, the opportunity to score a touchdown. Um, yeah, I just thought it was... It was a team where a, a, the quarterback looked like one quarterback looked like actually neither were having success, but one looked like he, he knew, knew he, could, he, he would he, get he success eventually. Yeah, and he yeah. backed himself. Whereas one looked like you could almo- almost visibly see the pressure mounting on him throughout that game, um, and it was I think obvious from sort of the end of the second well from half time really that the Patriots, despite the fact it was three all and, and they managed to, to to even it up, it, it, it looked like the Patriots game for me. I thought going into half time that the Rams would make more adjustments than they did. I mean they came out in the second half and in that third quarter they actually started moving the ball and I thought, okay, this is all right. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna get something going. And then he just started taking these ridiculous sacks mm. that were knocking him out of field goal range. And it, and he was missing easy throws. Mm. People open over the middle. I mean, Brandon Cook's at the back of the end zone late in the third quarter, mm-hmm. you know, just before they tied it. He should have been throwing that pass at least a second and a half earlier. He yeah. should have seen that. You know, yeah. he's your number one receiver. That was a great play by McCourty. It was. He, he had no but right it was in making a horrible it. throw. Yeah, he had no m- right to make that. He, that even play. once he'd seen Cooks was wide open and he's thrown it late, he's thrown this big loopy ball that's given McCourty time to get across and mm. knock it out of his hands. Mm. Yeah, I thought that there, there was going to be, if there was an opportunity for a momentum switch, it was when they he made the key throw on third down, conversion to Woods. I thought, right, this can be a momentum builder. Then, like you say, costly sack the next play to take him. I know he made the field goal in the end, but it was a fifty made it a fifty-three yarder, and and actually, then I was like, right, he's gonna, you know, he, he's lost it now because actually, I think that was his chance to really get take hold of the game. Yeah, I think I think the the costly sacks that comes down to the previous point. I just don't think he could read the defense well enough, and mm. he didn't know where the where they were rushing from. He just he never figured it out all all game, and that's what I think at the end hurt him most, really. At that and the fact, and, and Punk, you said this a bit earlier on that they just didn't do enough to get the ball out of his hands quickly. They weren't, they weren't, they didn't check, make enough adjustments in the second half to say let's get the little bubble screens out out there and even used more of the run game as well. Do you think that was 
partly to do with the fact, and I love this because I've not seen it, there's a couple of things in this playoffs that I've absolutely loved from a secondary standpoint. One is the linebacker play from the Chargers, playing safeties. Um, you know, and two was the Patriots had one player 10 yards deep when the ball was snapped. Almost every play. So actually, as far as getting the ball out of his hands quickly, what he could see pre-snap was every player in the box. Uh, I've not seen that. Um, and, and I thought that was fantastic. And obviously the looks he was getting, he, he's not smart enough to think, actually, do you know what, Tua, it's still going to be too deep. Um, it's not something that you see an awful lot of, but it no. does happen, especially mm. with young quarterbacks. If you really want to confuse a young quarterback, mm. then that's exactly what you do. You stick everyone in a small area on the field mm. and go, well, you're going to have to figure out what, what what we're actually playing here because mm-hmm. it was never obvious and he never seemed to get a grasp on when they were playing zone when they were playing man who was coming he just I yeah I hate to say it but he choked mm. he absolutely choked mm. I thought it was a bold move though because you look at Woods and Cooks both have got burner speed mm-hmm. yeah, over, yeah, the, yeah. over the absolutely. top it's a risky move because it just takes one play to get caught out um, yeah and when you're not moving the ball yourself I mean the Rams defense must be absolutely gutted coming yeah. off that field to hold the Patriots to 13 points mm. and you know with an offence like the one that you've got you should be able to score 14 mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I mean you look at the running backs for for the Rams Gurley only had 10 carries for 35 yards CJ Anderson 7 carries for 22 yards it it, they, it forced Goff to go into that that passing mode which eventually uh, got the turnover late in the game uh, the thing that really annoyed me about that was that they don't just have Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks to throw at or Josh Reynolds. They've also got Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby. And when you look at it, Gerald Everett had no tar- well, one target and no, no catches. Tyler Higby wasn't targeted at all in the game. They had a chance to switch it up and rather than going for those low percentage deep balls, they had a chance to start moving the chains and start playing the Patriot way, which they could have done. They just didn't do it. Which they did start doing. They started doing that and then just completely got away from it and started lobbing 40-yard no balls the to the corners. Over five plays for no, no, absolutely. I mean, I think it was, the, what, first eight possessions were all punts. Yep. It says it all. You're going nowhere. <laughs> it was 3 nothing at half-time. And I don't still. care what anyone says, Todd Gurley is injured. There's well, no Todd way. He's saying Todd Gurley's not injured. Well, Todd Gurley might be saying it, but he might be just towing the company line. There's no oh. way that Gurley is as ineffective as he's been in these playoffs when he's got CJ Anson running beside him as well. He's too he's good. I agree. Hurt. He's too good. He's, he's too, too good, good to be. He's that too good a player to be that ineffective there in were a three couple games. Of runs where he got through, but yeah. But they know the statistics. What is it? They when he rushes for more than fifteen times a game, they are yeah. undefeated. Yeah. They know that. And they're not pla- they're not exactly. using him. They're so not they're, giving him clearly the ball. a problem there. Yeah, I think as well he he wasn't used enough in the past game either. So you talk about them tar- targeting Everett and Higby. He mm-hmm. had what two targets himself. That's not enough really for him. I don't know CJ Anderson. He didn't have all that many either. But Anderson's not really a, a pass catching back, is he? So, but you're right. There were there were plenty of times when Gurley would just run to the seam and then mm. well, can't sorry, run to the sideline. And you could have thrown a, an easy ball to him to try and get some yards after the catch, and it, mm-hmm. he just wasn't looking that way. He wasn't looking at the check down to to an easier option. Yeah, I didn't like the. It looked like a lack of a, a ability to adapt, really, from the Rams' perspective. Because you, you look first off, I know it was only they only put three points up, but the Patriots looked like they were going to have success. They were moving the ball. The first one, obviously, they had the interception, but they were moving it quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple of bad throws, but other than that, they were getting decent yardage on runs. 
Edelman was smashing it, Gronk in the second half. And then when they, but they still made adjustments, even though they were having success. They changed to two backs. You had Burkhead and White, um, both there, both splitting out. And and when yep. they changed to that, and especially the power run game, as well, rather yep. than a zonal game, they 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 just couldn't be stopped. And it's like, why can a team that's having success already adapt, and a team that's not just go hell for leather, just try something different? Exactly. I mean, I don't know. What's the answer? Who knows? But, I mean, the thing you've got to think about from Goff's point of view now is he's got to take that on the chin and move on. Mm. There's no guarantee he's ever getting back to this game. No. I mean, it happened to Dan Marino. He played in the Super Bowl in his second year and never got back again. Yeah. So, you know, there's unless you're Tom Brady, there's pretty much no guarantees around the NFL. So, who well, no. knows if, if Goff even gets the chance to put um, this right. And more recently, you look at Cam Newton. You know, I think he... he legitimately had that swagger when he got to the you know at the start of his career and hadn't done anything I didn't know why I had it but then he got to had that amazing run got to the Super Bowl I was like yeah. right okay he's he's living up to the hype and he's you know kind of backing up got the MVP yeah he's but he's backing up his um you know what what he's uh, his brashness but since then it almost looks forced like he doesn't look like the same person it's like he's trying to get there but mentally yeah. he's not the same and um, the injuries as well for Cam. Yeah, for, gonna... for sure. But he complains he doesn't, you know, had to was rushing it too many times. Then they changed that, and he's not been as successful. He needs that in his game. So I think that, yeah, Goff needs to be headstrong. Um, yeah, he and, can't and move on from this because it can. It does have the uh, yeah. that impact sometimes where it just it can ruin a career really. On the other side of the ball, we better talk about some of the uh, the standouts really, and that was the, the Patriots defense. So uh, Carl Van Noy was finishing plays, whereas the, the Rams defense wasn't finishing a play and hitting Brady. I, you know, what I what I would want to do if I was the Rams is I'd want to do a kind of a bare defense a couple of plays early on. Even if you get torched for a touchdown, I'd rather hit Brady a couple of times just to spook him. Yeah. Well, look at the play where they hit him. him. Dissect you, which is what he always does if yeah. you don't. Well, that was the thing, wasn't it? I mean, the first quarter, they did get the sack. They were hitting him. They were, they, you know, Donald and Sue were pretty much sitting in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess the Patriots adjusted and they just eventually wilted away because they were on the field so much. I don't think you but, can bully him. I think he needs to know there's pressure. I don't, th- I don't think psychologically he gets, he gets worried about. No, I don't. I, I don't it just so. creates problems. That was his first for, sack in a hundred pass plays. Yeah, it's mental. That's absolutely Which mental. Why you've got to start pressuring. Yeah, him. even if he can, well, he's not going to launch the ball down. Yeah, but the like that, no. Patriot. But. You can say the same with Goff because the Patriots well, first. Were. Yeah, but the Patriots' first sack was Goff's first sack in seventy odd plays. Yeah. yeah. So, but the, sec- know, but the second sack that went down as a sack. This is what they need to do. It, it right. It was legal because he was in bounds, but he's going out of bounds. Yeah. And they absolutely smashed Goff. If that's Brady, there's flags all over that. True. Guarantee it. But we said it's within Brady the, would never get to the sideline. No, Brady no, wouldn't no, get to the sideline. But if if that was Brady in the same position, I guarantee there'd have been a flag thrown. And yeah. I can guarantee if there was a metre outside off the pitch instead of a metre on the pitch, they still would have hit him. Yeah. And they would have yeah, taken yeah, yeah. a 15-yard penalty and exactly. they'd have roughed him up. Mm. And, and Goff would have known he was in a game. Brady doesn't get himself in those situations no. where ball... Yeah, yeah, he had twenty. Yeah. He had what twenty yards and to throw that ball. That's in the third quarter, fourth quarter. So it was early doors, I thought that one was it not? I might be wrong. I think it was a bit later on. Yeah, well, it was third, I think. Yeah, I think the thing I noticed about the both the defenses is that it looked easy for the Patriots. They just were getting to Goff or getting pressure on Goff almost every play, whereas the Rams were trying really hard 
Yeah, and they, they were, and they were. They yeah. really had to work for it. And I think that was the 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 big difference. Is that Pat Solon I was talking about last week, man. Yeah. I think. Well, I know a friend of the show, Mike. He said that uh, the Colts were another shout for best O line this season, which which is true. But I still think the Patriots have. I can't believe the draft picks. No line. The draft picks on that, I think they are the best. The Patriots, purely for the fact that their, their investment from a draft pick perspective is, I think, two. Yeah. The rest of them are undrafted. Well, no, they're, they're as far lower, as O line goes, that's picks. a joke. They're, they're fifth and sixth round picks. Yeah, yeah. The majority of them, you know. Well, I mean, I think we said last week, didn't we? You know, all in that O line cost them fifteen million in cap, and that's it. <laughs> Five guys, fifteen million quid, protecting uh, the greatest of all time. TM trademark etc etc greatest quarterback <laughs> scheme quarterback of all time yeah maybe some, uh, no caveats on this thing? well no he is the best quarterback of all time and he's <laughs> he's arguably the best player he's the boat, of all time I think he, I think he could be the, he he's got six now that's it's outrageous and Belichick's all of a sudden now his average six. looks much better Belichick's got six hmm? Belichick's got six yeah Belichick has got yeah, yeah. we're getting salty yeah. again Belichick has got six yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay. That's fine. We're going to start this debate, are we, now? No, no, not really. There's Come no on. debate. Hasn't right. Belichick also got one as an assistant as well? Uh, yeah. For the, for the Giants. Giants. We would have yeah. got one with the Giants, yeah. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah. I, I reckon I could have been defensive coordinator, though, with with uh, old... What was his name? LT. Myself. With LT. Well, talking about weird people that have got rings, um, of course, Josh Gordon now has a ring. That's yeah. Outrageous. So does Ahubi Melifonwu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So another UK player... With a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Every year it's important we get at least one. <laughs> it is, it, it is. <laughs> they might take us seriously eventually. Also a good game for Dante Hightower. Uh, two sacks, two tackles for loss. Uh, Trey Flowers had a good game. Danny Shelton showed up. I haven't heard his name called since he moved from the Browns. But it's a good game for him. No, he's basically Thanks. their Vince Wilfork now, isn't he? Completely unsung, but actually does quite a lot for the yeah. run, to stuff the run. Space eater. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, Jason McCourty with that insane uh, pass breakup. Mm, unbelievable. Well. Uh, Patrick Chung, was as you said, King, had a great game as usual. Unbelievable, playoffs, yeah. But, uh, Bit of an hour. Broken arm. Yeah. Mm. Second, first half, was it? No, it's second half. Early second second half, half, early second half. He was fantastic. Whole way through the playoffs. Because it was, the, it was at that point that the Rams then opened up a bit. Um, when Chung went out, mm. the Rams opened up a bit and they started. And that's when Cooks had mm. that massive wide open mm. one. Um, so they obviously saw mm. that the holes were going to start appearing, but they just never took advantage of it. They have players that play better in bigger games, and Chung is absolutely one of those. He's not a bad safety by any stretch, but he's an average guy throughout the season. He's not making pro bowls, is no, he? No, no. But in the playoffs, he looks like the best safety in the league. He's unbelievable. Yeah, you can't argue that, can you? <laughs> it is mad. It is mad. They, like you said, they have a lot of players that are just like that across the board. Mm. Hightower... Yeah, I know we had that great um, Super Bowl against the uh, Falcons and made some excellent plays. But since then, we've not. No one's really talked about him. And he was. It's not just the two sacks he had. He was. He was like Donald living in the backfield. He was causing pressure. He was dropping yeah. into coverage. He's just so. He's so dynamic as a player. So diverse in what he can do. So it's, I think maybe one of the reasons that people weren't so happy about this game, I, I guess, mostly is the points. But I think also we've been spoiled the last couple of years with the last two Super Bowls. Mm. So 51, we had that amazing comeback from the Patriots. Whether you liked it or not, it was incredible mm-hmm. to see that turnaround. Mm-hmm. Last year, you had a points fest, you know, over 500 yards passing on both teams, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and fourth quarter, both going up and down the field as well, yeah, which was exactly. exciting. So you had 
you can have balance, Punk, but you can still score at the same time. Oh yeah, no, absolutely so, you can. I think but... that's what we wanted, really. I think we wanted like the Rams-Chiefs game, the 51-54 that was ha- happened in Week 11. That kind of game, you know, where there wasn't actually bad defence being played in that game either. It was no. just the offence was incredible and they, you know, everyone was showing off, basically. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think we have been spoiled. Yeah, but if you go back to the Super Bowl 50, it's a shame that Denver Dave's not here because... He could. He, I'm sure he liked that game, mm-hmm. but really as a spectacle, like we've touched on with mm. how the Panthers were there, that was supposed to be a good game and it wasn't. Yeah. And then 48 when Seahawks smashed the the Broncos, that was a complete washout. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't always have great Super Bowls just because they're the two teams yeah. standing. Doesn't mean you're guaranteed to have a, a great game from start to finish. This didn't have those stand up plays. I know you, you sort of mentioned the the Broncos Carolina game. Mm-hmm. You know that one, despite not having. Carolina not really doing anything. You still had Von Miller making these unbelievable plays. You had the strip sack and all this sort of stuff. So actually, it was still yeah. quite yeah, yeah. exciting. Same with the Seahawks. So I think it was the pick six from Malcolm Smith, I believe. Yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. at least then yeah. there's or still highlight plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but here it was well kind played. of a bit. It was all up front, and there was no. That's the thing. If, that if, big splash play on defense that yeah. sort of made you think, oh, okay. Actually, I think that's yeah, the thing, time. isn't it? And unless you really do love your line play, mm. this probably wasn't the Super Bowl for you. Yeah. So for us big boys. We loved it. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at me. We loved it. <laughs> it's not winking at him as well. Yeah. I know. Heard the rumours. <laughs> it's got very weird in here. <laughs> well, you're in between them as well, Billy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you think the Lions, sorry, just on a side note, do you think the Lions are looking at this defence, which is, can I just say, miles better than when Patricia was there, and going... <laughs> Actually, I don't think Patricia had what anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah. What have we done here? How it was it Belichick we actually wanted? <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we just ask Belichick if he wanted to leave? Yeah, because now, of course, Brian Flores is going to be the uh, Dolphins mm-hmm. head coach. Mm-hmm. So what are they getting there? I mean, well, was, it, Bel- was it Brian it's, Flores? It's, I'm sorry, it's Belichick. That yeah, defense yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, Belichick. Absolutely. The game plan, everything. They even they were even talking about it on comms last night. Mm. That basically, it was Belichick mm. doing everything on yeah. the defense. So. Well, that was Josh McDaniels' offense again. Mm. Yeah. Scored 13 points all game, no no passing touchdown. Yeah. I, so thought I, I, I have a question defense. then around Josh McDaniels. So mm-hmm. he was supposed to go to the Colts this time last year, mm-hmm. pulled out Backed of that. Out. We all assumed that there was some kind of, you know, deal done for, you know, air apparent. Yeah. Uh, so when's Belichick retiring then? When or, Brady does. Or are they just. You think they go together? Yeah. Hand in hand. They don't even like each other. What, another they five do like years each other. or something? I think they years. respect each other, but I think that there's not really a friendship there anymore. I think they probably like the fact that they give each other rings. Yeah. yeah. They must like each other. He wouldn't have got rid of Garoppolo. <laughs> They're giving each it other wasn't their Belichick's rings. was decision. He's. He make Yeah. He's. Head of a craft decision. He, he signs the checks. Yeah, true, but. It's Belichick that makes the trade. Yeah. But yeah. And what did he do? He phoned up Carl Shannon and said, I've got a guy for you that you can have him mm. as long as he's going to the other coast in the other other conference. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I think they I think they well everything I've seen, I think there's like you say, maybe it's just a respect thing and they both have a love of winning. So uh, uh, together they well yeah well. What did I we're not used to it. <laughs> Apparently not golf. I didn't no see him crying after the game. <laughs> but I just think it's interesting because Steve Young was interviewing Belichick after the game and, and said, actually, I think this is your best. As far as you're concerned, I think this is your like Mona Lisa. Like you're a defensive head coach and you've yeah, held yeah. the highest or second highest second scoring highest offense scoring. in the league to yeah. three points. Like this is the best. This is as good as it gets for a yeah. defensive coach. So, no, I'd agree. I'd agree. It's, Maybe um, his water lilies. Maybe not his Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
But they reckon Gronk might retire as well, which is quite interesting. Well, let's hope so, shall I we? I wouldn't but... be surprised. I mean, the amount of injuries that guy's playing through is mm. ridiculous. When you watch some of those plays, in previous years, there would have been first downs when he caught the ball. Mm. And this time, he just doesn't have the legs anymore. No. He can still catch the ball. He's still got a great radius. Oh, it looked, I think it'd still be a play. It, it looked very much to me like they'd said, first half, just t- rest up, mm. take it easy, don't worry about it. Your time will come mm. in the second half when we need you. Mm. And absolutely, that's what happened. You know, I mean, there was that triple coverage catch that he caught mm. down at the two to set up the touchdown. I mean, that's a great pass because it's yeah. in a tiny little window. But again, it's Gronk laying out and... Yeah. You know, put himself on the line for Brady and and the team. So, I do think he probably, if I was Gronk, I'd retire. He's not. Honest. He's not an every down no, nightma- he's, he's nightmare like he was. He's, but he's still a matchup nightmare. Like he, he's just. Oh, the yeah, size you of still him. have to. You still have to account for yeah. him. But I, I just, you know, I think now, now's the time to go. He could. He could play tackle. He could be a Pro Bowl tackle. The way he blocks the ball <laughs> is a joke. He's the best blocking tight end I've ever seen. See, I, I wonder if he's tied into Brady Belichick mm. as well. Well, he's like, he's definitely with Brady. Did you see him at the start of the season yeah. when they were talking about the Lions trading for him with Patricia? Mm. Yeah. And he said, does Brady play quarterback for the Lions? Or <laughs> what, have I heard this wrong? And that's, he went, no. And he went, all right, well, I'm not going to go there then. That's what I mean. I, I wonder if he's if he's thinking to himself, well, uh, if Brady's going to go on, I'm going to go on sort of thing. If Brady stops, I'll stop. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if Brady asks him next season to stay on, he'll stay on. He'll yeah, do whatever ex- Brady asks exactly. him to do, basically. Exactly. Because he'll protect him at the same time. It'll, it'll be a nice atmosphere. Mm. He won't have. There'll be no pressure on Gronk mm. to do anything. Um, but like you said, he will probably turn more into a just a blocking tight yeah. end. I don't know why he wouldn't in the end in the red zone. I don't know why he wouldn't retire. Because I'm not being funny. He, his whole career, they've competed for Super Bowls. Yeah. His whole career. Why? Yeah, yeah, they're going to go into. They might still be good, but they're not going to be as good as they are now and, and competing to the same level. And why would you stay on if that's all you've been accustomed to? Leave then. <laughs> Mm. there's no there's no benefit there's no thing. point is there no but I think he's got that relationship with Brady where they are they are mm. friends mm. and I think he would do it if Brady oh yeah, yeah I mean once Brady goes yeah, well, that, oh, yeah that's the argument you make about I suppose all three of them though isn't it isn't now the time to go mm. you, if you but, please go well, yeah, but, I mean I suppose a lot of that comes down to whether they feel like it's their, their time to go mm-hmm. or whether they feel like they can achieve next season mm-hmm. a Super Bowl Again, and how are they not going to think that they've just won another bloody Super Bowl? Yeah. Mm. That's two in three. They've been there three yeah. times in a row, and psychologically had taken shots at, at the two young guns coming through. Yeah, Goff yeah and, absolutely. Goff and Mahomes, like, psych- I think Mahomes has got more to him, but I think, uh, yeah, than Goff. But like, I think both of them that is going to be in the back of their minds when they play next time is absolutely. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, you stick Andrew Luck and the Colts in that conversation yeah. as well. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's, it's there's the three of them that. They've all got to somehow find a way to beat them. Mm. And, you know, Belichick's now, what, the oldest Super Bowl winning head coach, mm-hmm. beating Coughlin. You know, I thought Coughlin was looking old after yeah, he won Belichick his. Looks, can I just say, Belichick, Belichick looks great. You know what I mean? For 66. <laughs> I didn't realise how old he was. It's fantastic. It does. But, yeah, there's no reason why they can't carry on and won't carry on. No. Because I think oh, Edelman will retire as well. <laughs> Edelman? When Brady goes. When Brady goes, yeah, mm. I think so. There'll be an exodus when uh, Brady mm. leaves that place. Chang will still be there in 20 years competing in the fire. <laughs> I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's just astounding the level of success they've managed to maintain. It's um, it's yeah. crazy. Because the amount of things that have that have gone wrong, frankly, yeah. they make it, they they get Gordon, right, we've got this elite guy wide receiver, yeah. he, he stops, goes, he goes. Yeah. All these different things that they go through every single season, 
They lost Nate Selder in free agency. They're starting left tackle for the last five, six years. Well, yeah, they didn't offer to sign him, yeah. But it's, you know, he goes, right now, we've we've still got the best line in the league despite losing a pro Bowl left tackle. It's just... They drafted Isaiah Wynn in their first pick in the first round. Mm. And uh, he got injured in training camp. So Mm. having seen him, he's another bloody lineman that's going to come. Yeah, yeah. And they still have this underdog mentality as well. Yeah, yeah. That they've had ever since that first Super Bowl where it's like, no one likes us, we don't care. Get on with it. We'll just yeah. go and win it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mm. matter if it's pretty. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, 50 points a game or how we win it or whether it's Brady slinging 500 yards or mm. the defence just not letting the other team score. Yeah. They just always find a way to be able to win these games. Yeah, I saw a quote from Brandon Spikes, the old linebacker, last week. And it was an interview he did, I think it was in 2013 or 14 to, with Sports Illustrated. And... um he just uh, he was talking to Brady about oh you know got in the Pro Bowl and all sort of stuff you know do you ever oh you, when they got knocked out he goes oh the only consolation is we get to go to you get to go to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl and he said I'm not here to go to Pro Bowls I'm not here to I don't I, I could care less about Pro Bowls I'm all I'm here to do is win Super Bowls and that's it he's like and if you're not if you're not in that mindset you should leave this team like that you're not this is what we're about and Spikes was there he was a um, sort of slow, not physically gifted linebacker who looked great when he played for the Patriots. It's yeah. kind of a bit of a weird one, but um, I just thought he's just another level as far as competitor to everyone else. I think people like to enjoy the game and stuff, but he's just his focus is is something that I think a lot of people can learn from. Well, he's definitely a student of the game, and, and, and Belichick must have. To- push that into him mm-hmm. to say look you know you want to compete against Bledsoe when you started out mm. you need to be in the film room all the time yeah. and he said in interviews that he loves watching films so that's mm. what he does all the time is yeah, watching yeah. the film he, he doesn't mind doing that and he can process it the right mm-hmm. way and it's just it just hasn't stopped yeah it's... they did a piece last week with interviews with backup quarterbacks he's had and they had Hoyer and uh, Brissett Brissette said that he uh, he <laughs> he was there about two weeks, and he said, "Oh, this room's bloody hot." So he turned the uh, or cold. He turned the thermostat. Brady walked in. He went, "You've changed the heating, haven't you?" And yeah, I have. Yeah, sorry, I'll move it back. He went, "I've been here fifteen years. I've never touched that thermostat. I didn't know who said it the first time. You've been here two weeks, and you changed it. You need to sort yourself out." Like, <laughs> it's really good. that's amazing. It's really good. <laughs> It's, but uh, we're all freezing. It's got, yeah, it was just quite funny. Yeah, but I'm like, Tom never Brady and I don't care. Years, yeah. I it never was, saw where the thermostat was. It was, um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just his, um, just the way he reads the game. But he's had that drive from, you know, there's documentaries and stuff you can watch, like the Brady Six, whatever it's called. And, you know, the, he walked into that as a sixth round pick and he turned around to Kraft and went, Are you, I'm the best decision best you've thing, ever made. Yeah, exactly. You know, that what that's not when he's won two or three Super Bowls and everyone right. believes him. This is a sixth round pick. Exactly. <laughs> he looked. He looked. His body looked terrible in the combine. I know he, he had those fourth quarter comebacks. So annoying. Mm. Everything about this guy is annoying, including the the pictures they show when he was drafted and yeah, and how he looks now. Yeah. You shouldn't look that good at forty one. No. No. So. Would I think? Say. Yeah, I think I'd look that good, that good if I was with Giselle, though. <laughs> no offense to my missus, but <laughs> come on. So I actually didn't listen. No, she doesn't. So, no. there's not much more to say about the game, really. I mean, they got, Sony Michelle got the single touchdown in the game. Uh, and then they got a field goal to make it a 10-point lead. It meant that there was, like, no time left. The Rams tried to get a, a field goal to then do an onside kick to then try and get a recovery. 
uh, missed yeah, the field goal at the happen. end. It wasn't going to happen. They were down to eight seconds when they were kicking that field goal anyway. Uh, but Greg missed the uh, missed the kick, so that was it. End of the game. Uh, anything else you want to say about this Super Bowl before uh, we move on? No, I no. think we've done it, haven't we? It's, it's just, just yet another one of those Patriot wins. Yeah. Do you two think the Rams or you three will be back in the next three years? Next three years, yeah. yes. You next do. next season, probably not. I don't think that someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's ever been a losing Super Bowl team that's made it back the next year. So Patriots. Patriots. Apart from the Patriots, there you go. <laughs> last year, there you go. Like, last year, this year. Okay, so apart from the Patriots, no one's ever done it. I don't think so. Buffalo Bills. Oh yeah, they won. They lost four in yeah, a row. Yeah, but they lost four in a row. Four four in a row. Got, you said that they go back to a no Super to Bowl. win the Super Bowl. Oh. Sorry, no. So no, no the losing ago. Super Bowl team has never got back to the Super Bowl and won it. Didn't the Baltimore Colts do that though? Didn't they lose? Once oh and then Jesus, that's even before my time. <laughs> The Baltimore the Colts. Good Wait, God! Well, how far are we going back on this question? Then oh, I don't pretty, know. Well, well get, sure get right your history here, book but... out and 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 have a look for <laughs> Johnny Unitas and Y.A. Tittle, and let's let's see. But no, Thank all right. You. In the modern era, <laughs> we, I will make since my point. You know what I mean? Since, since, the, since the merger. No, anyway, regardless, there are not very many, if any. Super Bowl losing teams that come back straight away. <laughs> now, the other problem the Rams have got is that a lot of that defense are on short-term contracts and they're going to have cap problems. So if they can sort out their free agency and they're going to have to slightly rebuild, um, I would say, the offensive line. I mean, I think there's already question marks around Whitfield and maybe one or two others as well and as to whether they're going to retire year, or not. But... I don't think maybe next year, but I think certainly within three years, I would expect to see them back. I think they need to get a little bit better at linebacker as well, for me. Just a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. Yeah, we, Jim and I were obviously watching it together, and we mentioned Ogletree was a, a loss yeah. for them. Um, also, I know they, tra- yeah. they got decent value in the trade for him, but he was a leader on that team, and yeah. you know he has been a Pro Bowl middle linebacker, so... Mm. I do think that, uh, that was a lot. But back next year. That'll be a help yeah, for them. Yeah, you can play linebacker. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully Todd Gurley will be healthy again. So They'll still be hanging around the playoffs, don't get me wrong. <coughs> I just I'm not sure they'll be back in the Super Bowl next season. Yeah, I think I think it might be a struggle as well. I mean you said it yourself, Jim, that it's a win now team they yes. they'd put put together. So are they capable now of keeping that win now team together for another year or two? I don't know. They need to keep uh, Wade Phillips there, I think. Mm. Mm. If you keep him there then you can probably talk to Dominican Sue and keep him there and he keeps it even yeah Sue's Sue's the one who's come in and done really well Uh, and Fowler actually as well both of those two have come in and done exceptionally well Mm -hmm. Um, so they're going to be hot properties when it comes to free agency but you know the lucky thing for them is we all know Tlaib's a great cornerback but he's not looked like as as good as he was at the Broncos so I think actually from their perspective they can probably lowball him but Sue and Fowler are going to be two tough people to, to keep so he's getting towards the end of his career, but Fowler's what twenty five and he's second overall pick. Like, yeah. I think you're right though. I think Wade Phillips is a massive part of it, and if they can keep him, then there's every chance that they'll keep you know seventy five percent or certainly the players that they want to, and always have that option of bringing others in. Mm. The other thing to remember is that Sean McVay is you know he seems to be anyway one of those head coaches that players want to play for. Mm-hmm. So you know I think 
in the recruitment process and and him being young, it's it's a good thing, mm. you know. Um, experienced coordinators, young head coach, they'll be there or thereabouts. I'm sure they'll be, you know, in the playoffs somewhere. But you know, the Bears are looking pretty good. The Saints will be looking pretty good. There'll be a few teams in the NFC again. I think. I think there'll be a different NFC West team that's playing in the Super Bowl before the Rams. Who's that? You got the Niners. Who's that? Niners. Garoppolo. I'm not mad at that. I think Shanahan's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 if see Garoppolo actually manage defensive linemen <laughs> and <laughs> actually load well, their team. Well, they will now because they've got enough defensive linemen. Well, we've that's got true. to actually get Garoppolo on the field. Well, he will be. Well, he can he be. play a full season? Because he hasn't managed to yet. <laughs> Well, Neva's wins. Yeah, but they got foals. They won the Super Bowl with their backup. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It no, makes no Lawrence, difference. So, no, yeah. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Have you seen the video? I've not seen... Like, his face just makes oh, me laugh. Oh, you mean the bad lip reading? Yeah, but just in, it's just his face, not the <laughs> bad lip reading. He just looks <laughs> like he's always confused. <laughs> got very like squishy he's face. lost. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so I then... Well, I, oh, Go on. I was just going to say, I do think we have to talk about that NFL 100 advert. Oh, I think yeah. that was amazing. That? Yeah, it was very good. Yes. It was very good. Well, now we've talked about it. That's <laughs> it. Job <laughs> done. About it? Just... No, no, just that it was so good. I thought the fact that you, you had that, that mixture of kind of, you know, the immaculate reception and, you know, mm. all, all the kind of old the players. Catch, yeah, yeah, the OBJ catch, all those kind of moments. Oh, it was a really good advert. One of the better ones I saw. I like that they put that 14-year-old girl in there as well. That was a nice touch. I don't know if anyone's oh, come and get me. Read, read, yeah, read about that. She's um, Basically, she's trying to start up a women's version of the NFL, basically. In All right, cool. That was good for that, her. That was who that girl was sort of at the end. Oh, right. good for her. Keeping the ball from Richard Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> Easy done. If you haven't seen it yet, guys, make sure you have a look at it. Um, it's online, so just Google NFL 100 video. And uh, yeah, should be able to find it pretty easily. Uh, we've just talked about the Rams coming back in the next three years. How about the Patriots coming back in the next three years? I think yeah, they're yeah. going to have a tougher time of it. I think there's more teams in the AFC, but you never say never with the Patriots. So let's say they'll get back at least once more in the next three years. Yeah, nothing. If it's not next year, well, then it could. It's going to be even harder, isn't it? You can, if they win next year, Brady, the Chiefs are going to improve their defense in the off season and come back next year stronger. Yep. The offense and uh, is pretty much set. There's not an awful lot of movement there. No, um, Colts. The Colts are going to be there or thereabouts again. You know, tune that defense up a bit. A mm-hmm. little bit more dynamic at wide receiver, maybe mm. get Ty Hilton some help. You know, yeah. there's no reason why they're not going to be there. Yeah, I think. I think the Rams have got the easier side, though, personally. Because I think the Saints, Breeze is going to, Breeze and Brady are both going to go, so it's going to completely change the league. But yeah, when it happens, I think, yeah, saying, yeah, when it we, happens, but yeah, yeah. But I think next is year, someone going to predict the, uh, the the cliff edge for Brady again for next season. I think so. Brady, if Brady wins next year, which is I think a legitimate possibility, I'm getting deja um, vu. I think we said this exact same thing we'll, last we'll year. Keep he'll, it, he'll, he'll, he'll retire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's about his legacy. There's no one close. If he gets to seven, there's no one close. And there's no one close see, now. I don't see anyone catching him. At all, I just think the, that combination of head coach and, there and be, quarterback there won't be anyone in my life. No. No. Only way it will happen is if Foles just moves around teams that are in the playoffs and then <laughs> keeps winning the Super Bowl. Foles is the boy. Yeah. Well, he's there, Obviously, I know Jim you? thinks different because he actually said this to me, and I'll give you one guess who you think could he could could could, 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 could compete could with, do it. with Brady. 
compete with long Brady term. long term. Yeah. Ooh, he's going to need a different head coach, surely. Yeah, that's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. And I know you know who I mean as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's only one homosexual in, is, in the yeah, room. Yeah, his homeboy. Only one homosexual in this room. We love Why him. No, we love him, but yeah. you love him. Mate. You <laughs> love him. <laughs> I, I like like him. <laughs> yeah, you listen to a lot of Drake when you think about him, don't you? I do, oh yeah, it's in my feelings, man. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right. But if Mahomes is going to do it, he needs needs a different coach. That's exactly He's not going to do it with Andy Reid. Andy Reid will get too <laughs> He's old. So disappointing. I don't think maybe that's true. maybe if you get Sean McVay or or another yeah, young coach going to the Chiefs. But yeah. Yeah. Or or maybe Mahomes getting annoyed at the Chiefs and moving to LA. Oh. <sighs> I'd love to see Mahomes in that Rams team. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Swap for a couple deal. of years, but Swap yeah, 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 yeah Mahomes. There you go. Jeez, it. sounds like a good segue to me, boys. So we talk about mm-hmm. the uh, NFL honors that happened mm-hmm. on Saturday night. So obviously, uh, your boy Aaron Donald, their king, got Defensive Player of the Year. Should have got MVP. Only one other player. Wasn't even only player. one other player even got voted for. Yeah, oh, yeah. I that, know Khalil Mack defensive player Khalil of the year he got one it, vote absolutely everyone got <laughs> Khalil Mack got one vote he got one vote yeah. and everyone else voted for Donald that's how impressive Donald's been he's, yeah. he's the best defensive player by and don't get me wrong yeah, Khalil yeah, Mack's no, an no, absolute no, no, animal but he's the best player defensively by a country mile he had another good game yesterday didn't he yeah, he's, yeah. he's unbelievable he, he was never going to win it though unfortunately was he 1986 Lawrence Taylor right last defensive MVP yeah just yeah he changed the game yep yeah, and that's what you've got to do if you're mm. if you're going to win the MVP as a as a um, defensive player is you literally have to change your position and the game. Well, of he football, has changed so. the position, but it's not as it's not as sexy as an outside rusher to lead the league in sacks from the interior. Is one is is, yeah, yeah, is yeah, astounding, no, it's, it's, but he also broke the record for the most sacks by an interior lineman all time. Yeah, so now he needs to go and break Strahan's sack record. Yeah. It, it, to be, I don't think we'll, uh, in one for season. a very long time we won't see a defensive player win it because the closest I've seen no. to it was J.J. Watt's 21 sack season Yeah, where he also caught a touchdown. Two, didn't he, I think? Ha- oh, he caught two touchdowns yeah. and had two, one fumble recovery for yeah. 60 yards and a pick six for about 80. So he... um. If he didn't win it that year, it's going to be a very long time before we see a defensive player win the MVP. But yeah, no, there was no arguments about Aaron Donald winning Defensive no. Player of the Year, and anyone that does try to argue it just needs to shut up, mm. to be honest. <laughs> Watch football. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, there's no argument in this room. Uh, the Offensive Player of the Year was Patrick Mahomes, the Pepsi Rookie of the Year. Any, any oh, thoughts on advertising? Any, does that mean they're paying us? Any yeah. thoughts on that, Jim? Mahomes? Winning right Defensive choice? Player of the Year. What? Air and Ground Player of the Year. Well, Mahomes, offensive player of the year. Wasn't yeah, not the yeah, offensive player of the year and MVP. And MVP. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Build up the tension. Yeah, well, I just wondered if you had any thoughts on on, on that the, on the fact that well, he it was, was the right decision. Well, he was was it the right decision? Well, I don't know. Was it? I'm asking. you. Was there anyone that was close to Mahomes this season? Oh, Breeze for box office. Breeze. No, Breeze was not close for to box it. office. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't matter. That's the MVP. No, it isn't. That's the it box is. office player of the year, not the most <laughs> valuable. <laughs> He did so much more. He did a lot for that team. He did so much more. He did 50 touchdowns? Money. Yeah, 50 touchdowns. It's a fair few. Luck, should, luck should have Only been in with a shout, I think. Luck, luck, I think, would have been in a sh- with a shout of it if it hadn't been his first season back. But that's why I think it's so impressive, because they were yeah, but this pony is, last yeah, year. Yeah, but this is the problem, it isn't it? shows how valuable this he is, is as a player. This, this is the NFL for you. It's They won't 
take the one player in from one category and necessarily give it to them in another category. And well, Mahomes won too. Luck, Luck did win the comeback player, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, comeback player of the year was Andrew Lux. They, so they threw him a bone. Make, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, threw him a bone. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, his, 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 his your remade shoulder and the fact that you've not played for two years. Yeah. But. Well, Aaron, Aaron Donald also got the Deacon Jones Award. So, what does that mean? Best D lineman. Yep. He's the defensive player of the year. Of course, he's the best <laughs> D lineman. <laughs> yeah, but Deacon Jones also got is best beast. defensive tackle of the year as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt Nagy got pro, head coach of the year. Matt Nagy got head Nagy. What? Head coach of the year? Yeah. Did he? Yes. Interesting. What? Alright, oh, yeah, no, he did For a good the job Bears? there. Yeah. yeah, he did a good job there. Yeah, but I <laughs> what? Really? We're not with But it's good for a turnaround season. Mm. But I'd yeah. Yeah, I don't really see it myself. Oh, I didn't vote for him. No, <laughs> I think Khalil Mack should have got coach of the year because he definitely coached that defense. <laughs> he definitely coached that defense up big time. Yeah, so who should have been coach of the year then? <laughs> McVeigh or Belichick? McVeigh, Belichick. <laughs> one of the, one of those the name two. two of them. <laughs> Sean Payton, maybe. Yeah, or, or Reid. Or Andy Reid. Or Andy Reid. I'd have put any of them above Nagy. Yeah. Or, or, you know, even Belichick should win it every year, but they Rick can't. Williams had a had a shout as well. Rick Williams, he was only there for half a bloody season. As <laughs> and look what he did. <laughs> it wouldn't do it. Well, okay, if he's done that well, then why aren't they taking him on as head coach? Yeah, I don't know. It's That's quarterback their choice, league, isn't it? It's quarterback, quarterback league. league. Yeah, well, Freddie Kitchens there now. No, so I think the reason they gave it to Nagy is not only did he get into the playoffs, but he also won the NFC North, which is been a mainstay of either Rodgers or the Vikings for the last few years so mm-hmm. to see that step up um, mm-hmm. got his uh, assistant coach Vic Fangio paid to go to another team and also Vic Fangio got defensive coordinator of the year um, which is well deserved I guess you know yep get yourself a head coaching job out of it and must have done well uh, the clutch performance player of the year sponsored by Bridgestone was the <laughs> Miami Miracle <laughs> Maybe you're getting some freebies out of this. <laughs> That's why I said it. The uh, built for tough offensive line of the year, the LA Rams. That's not right. Though. Offensive line of the year, yeah. LA yeah, Rams. Got, no, I'm not having offensive that. line of the year. Joke. Really, Gurley had a pretty good. They did well. Yeah, I'm not saying they, should, they were terrible, they were, but where they the run game's the good, it's normally a pretty good indicator if you've got a good offensive line. Look at the Cowboys over look the last few years. Patriots, look at yeah. the Cowboys, look We've at just the Colts. The you know, line. the Colts didn't gave up the least amount of sacks. Surely that should be a a good underlier as to being the best offensive line. Mm. Comeback moment of the year was Aaron Rodgers against the Bears in Week One. Well, that's just the moment that. of the year. Apparently. Oh, was that was that when he had a boo boo on his leg and? Brought them back from 20-odd points down or something. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, Rookie of the Year. We, we did say Saquon Barkley, so he got a like King, uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. What do you reckon? Do you think that was still... Yeah, he's, he's second. Was I meant second to bite that bit on... second... no, you just look the same. Yeah, I do look like him. Handsome. Yeah, you do. You do a bit. A little mm. bit chubbier in the cheeks. and you He's, know, got, he's, he's not here to defend himself. That's out of order. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But no, Saquon Barkley, I mean, you know, second highest rusher in the league. Um, don't think you can argue too much with that one. But you could argue that Saquon Barkley didn't make any difference to their win and loss <laughs> record. <laughs> didn't make so well, he didn't, did he? So they still lost the same amount of games well, as last year, didn't they? Yeah, but they probably would have lost more if he wasn't there, though. Is that not the argument that you then make? Yeah, but the argument you could make is that they were a lot closer games. True. 
They but they were they were in a lot more games this year than they were last year. How many games did the Browns win before Mayfield came in? <laughs> this uh, season? None. None. And after? And they were half a game away from making the playoffs. Yeah. I think that's after he came in. I was thinking of the impact talent. that Baker's made. And the fact he boyed off Hugh Jackson. He but should have won it just for that yeah. as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but do we do we not just, you know, want someone other than a bloody quarterback to win something? No. Nope. It's always a running back. <laughs> it's always quarterback. Yeah. Rookie is always a running oh, back. Rookie's a, yeah, no, rookie is quite often running back. Yeah. But Come on, Baker's know. done amazingly well this season. In his first season, to have to not sit behind he hasn't. Taylor. <laughs> I'm not saying he hasn't, but... I think he's great when, for the game. When, when you're rushing behind that Giants offensive line and mm. you're the second highest rusher in the league with, what, 1,400 yards or whatever, you mm. got 1,200 yards. And they all know you're rushing. And they well. all know you're rushing because you've got Eli Manning <laughs> as your Manning quarterback. Come on, guys. <laughs> double, yeah. double Super Bowls. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think that might be, you know... Oh. All right. Okay. Yeah. No. So, I, th- yeah. I, I. To be honest, I don't really care. Oh, God, they, no, both, exactly. they both <laughs> play great. But both great. Yeah, I think it's, Mayfield's it's great for the game, though. That. I think I like the fact that he's, it, like, kind of almost like pro- his competitive nature and like professionalism goes out the window. I, I think, think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so <laughs> refreshing. I, th- I, th- I think it's. I think it's good. He's got mm. a personality. He's definitely mm. got a personality. I'm not sure if you put Mayfield in that game last night that he chokes as much as Goff did absolutely not no. I agree I, I honestly don't think he would you have it or you don't yeah and exactly. Mayfield had it in college Brady had it in yep. college Which is Goff why he was the didn't player. have it in college yeah it doesn't just come to you I don't think you're clutchy no, or not but, but I think the fact that um, Saquon has basically taken a leaf out of uh, Larry Fitzgerald's book of just playing the game and not making any waves whatsoever with your mouth has probably yep. uh, secured that one over Mayfield. Doesn't hurt, does it? And the fact he played every game this season. So there was the, the yeah. body of work was there where May- Mayfield was held out for the, for the start of the, yeah. the season. And then their head coach got fired and he started doing they really started well. Playing well. And he started playing <laughs> well. Yeah. I hate that Mayfield's been penalised for the bad coaching. <laughs> Controversial uh, coming up now. The Game Changer Award presented by Gillette. Was uh, Seahawks <laughs> linebacker Shaquem Griffin getting an award for now what? We, for what? Yeah, what was the award again? I just laughing at the sponsor. Game changer award. Okay, how many games did he play in? Well, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> how I, I'm all for the fact that he got drafted, and the fact he's only got one hand, but you should have then played him to make him a game changer. This just seems like a you know pat yourself on the back NFL for. Are you deliberately making hand jokes? No, I w- oh, I wasn't even doing that on purpose. Pat himself. He can't pat himself. Don't be horrible. I didn't. You said- <laughs> no, I'm just saying, all right. I, I want to see him play the... Play I don't the even know what this award is. Who are the previous recipients? No one knows was, anything about this It was award. one leg Jeff yeah, two years ago. Um, Michael Sam probably got it. <laughs> That's it's, it, it, it just... Yeah, it's one of those... NFL let's make something up show we're yeah. diverse and you know inclusive awards isn't it I but was looking forward to seeing him play this season and he hasn't I've not seen him play a snap we'd have to ask a Seahawks fan I always got excited because I kept hearing Griffin and then I remembered his brother plays yeah his brother I was really like, oh, good. His brother he's plays got two arms well. again yeah. <laughs> no, yeah his brother played really well this season but uh, yeah Shaquem as nice as it has been to see him in the league I haven't seen him play a game so no. I don't know how he got that award no uh, still uh, AP Defensive Rookie of the Year was Darius Leonard. Yeah, just looked at the numbers and uh, and picked him. Yeah, laid the league in tackles. Makes sense. What's an argument for Van der Esch? 
just for kind of explosive play. But. Mm. I agree, but again, I think it's one of those didn't play the whole season, did he? Because he only really came in after sort of four or five games when Sean Lee got injured. Yeah, I think again. I think similar to I, Jim and I were discussing this yesterday. I think Denzel Ward deserved a shout, but again, he had the you mentioned he had the concussions and didn't play every game. Yeah, but when he played, he was fantastic. Not getting the uh, was it rookie, rookie defensive game. player? Yeah. Yes, Derwin James surely would have should oh, have yeah, had a hammers, shout yeah, on there. I'm surprised he he wasn't in like the talking a bit more. I think they just looked at the numbers and went maybe. Yeah, he was yeah. balling out all season, maybe. James. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we got the Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, it's a pretty good class this year, actually. Champ Bailey, legend, quality player. Uh, Pat Bolin is a contributor. Two good names uh, so far. Jill Brand, uh, and then Tony Gonzalez, tight end. Who might have he the best? He just might have the best intros, though. Do you not remember when they do the what school you went for? And he was doing oh, yeah. stuff like I'm Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. He also was good on the field as well. So oh yeah, no, he, yeah. Wasn't, he wasn't bad as a pass catching tight end. No, no. Uh, All time leader, isn't he? Oh, that's Gates now, isn't it? No, no. Gates anymore. just got him Gates. on receptions, wasn't it? And, was it and Gronk's got him on touchdowns, I think. But. Either way, he's either, top either way, in he was, every he, category. He, he, he was the first of that kind of real breed of of real proper pass catching yeah, yeah. tight ends. He was very much a game changer mm. in mm-hmm. that regard. Before Chiefs then, and then Falcons, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, before then, it was very much a case of you know, your tight end would catch the occasional. He was like your fullback. He was there basically. to block, and you know would catch the occasional ball if it happened to fall to him but broke down, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Gonzalez really was the first one to kind of change that to a, an almost a very large wide receiver position yeah yep yeah. uh, Ty Law cornerback again got in yeah good did plan. some good work at the Patriots didn't he mm-hmm. I think he, he bummed around the last couple of seasons uh, I think he was just one of those where he didn't really want to retire did he but of course no. couldn't really catch on anywhere and didn't really kind of some do himself any favours and mm. someone will pay him but you know, yeah, no, no argument there. Kevin Marway, Kevin Marway, yeah, big boy, yeah. Played mm. <coughs> a bit for the Titans, I think. You know, Jets yeah. as well. Always, always, very good centre. Mm. It was, he was always. Uh, although we never, uh, he probably was. Was he on that Titans team that got to the Super Bowl? Can't remember. But I mean, he's Kevin Marway was. He was perennial Pro Bowler, All Pro. Mm. You know, he's he's one of those. Uh, O-lineman that, that yeah was always going to be it's Mr. Consistent in the Hall of Fame yeah absolutely uh, then of course Ed Reed safety absolute legend mm-hmm. I year love after Ed Reed. Ray Lewis went in so yeah that's because right. he had that extra year at the Texans didn't he yes he, he but, did yeah. Yeah. yeah it was an honour to watch him and Polamalu for that mm. like three or four Those year period Ed Reed was just on another level I, I still to this day swear he's the best safety I've ever seen play mm-hmm. second best no, he's better than no. We didn't he really see Ronnie Lott play though much. So I... no, we no didn't. Ronnie. Oh, sorry. Who Ronnie about? Lott would be in there as well, definitely. But yeah, right. But yeah, Ed Reed for me all day <laughs> long. He didn't lose a finger, did he? Like uh, Ronnie Lott. No, pretty, Ronnie Lott just pull it off, story, tie it, tape it up, and get back out there. And uh, Johnny Robinson, <coughs> so safety, got in as well. That's the final inductee. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, nice congratulations class. to all of them. Uh, and then of course the. MVP of the entire league was Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so. And now we will take a brief interlude while James <laughs> finishes himself off. <laughs> while James just waxes lyrical about Patrick Mahomes. That's not what I thought you were going to say. 
I'm quite glad he said that though. All right. Yeah. Well, no, there's nothing left to say, is there? You know, is there I not? was right, and you lot were wrong. So. What do you mean we're, you were right? We all love him. I was the one but that called him coming out saying he's had him. a great season. You didn't even think they were going to win the bloody AFC West. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. No, you didn't. I think we all said no, Chargers or Chiefs, didn't we? No, you said Chiefs. I said Chargers. What, did Punk? I say Chiefs? Punk, never oh, said Punk said Chiefs. I might have done this season, to be fair. Punk said Chiefs. I, I definitely wouldn't have said Broncos or Raiders. So you, you all said Chargers. We all said Broncos would be rubbish. Yeah. And we yeah. said it was yeah, a toss-up yeah. between the rest. Yeah. So we were right. We didn't know quite how bad the Raiders were, weren't we? Well, we to be fair, we had the same record as them. The Chargers had the same record. Just they had the division. Yeah, okay, oh. I'm talking about the Raiders now. Oh, yeah, Raiders were rubbish. Oh, we've suddenly gone from Chiefs and, well, Chiefs and Chargers to Raiders. So, like, we okay. didn't know how bad the Raiders were. Well, we be. did. As soon as we traded Khalil Mack, we knew it was all <laughs> yeah, downhill from there. That was kind of the writings on the wall. <laughs> we're not actually coaching this team this year. We're just getting rid of everyone. <laughs> Enough about that. <laughs> no, no, let's dig on. He's, not even, oh, that, God, he's not even been that good, though, this year, has he, Khalil Mack? So. Khalil Mack? Mm. Well, he helped turn around those Bears, didn't he? Single-handedly, yeah. <laughs> Single-handedly coached an entire defense so into when, a when are you into a playoff Bears team. Jersey? I'm not getting a Bears jersey. Go on. No. When are you getting your Chiefs jersey? <laughs> no, I can be a fan of Mahomes and still support the Steelers. All right, uh-huh. that's, uh, that's allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Because Steelers will never play the Chiefs in playoffs. <laughs> or? That's going to be horrible if that ever happens. Oh I think God. the way it's going, the way it's going, the Steelers aren't going to get a chance to play against Mahomes for a long time. So uh, uh, no, you got you got Dobbs, mate. The future. Yeah, I know. We've just got to wait for that time to come. You know what's now? Have you seen Roethlisberger play the last two years? It's fine. <laughs> They're actually talking about a uh, contract extension for what, Roethlisberger. Yeah, what years, as, as like quarterbacks coach or something? Who's the guy in this linebacker? Disrespectful. Look. Snigger all you like, all right, but he's still a top ten quarterback. In which one? Top, in which league? Which league? <laughs> XFL. <laughs> he's not a top ten quarterback. He is. No chance. In, he is. in weight. So, oh, oh, he's top five. He's not top ten. La, 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 no, la, la, I, la. I can name ten. He's not top ten. Don't care. He's still in my top ten. Oh, that's all, all that counts. Matters. There you go. Yeah, yeah. but nine of the other nine are Mahomes. <laughs> People trust me on QB ratings rather than you guys. All right, you know. Anyway, wow, yeah. know our place. He's not top ten. He absolutely is. Yeah, he's behind Bortles. He's behind Bortles. <laughs> between, now, now between, we know what's between going Bortles on. and Manning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a Hasn't right. quite got the arm strength. And you meant Peyton as well because he should be retired. Yeah, yeah, so he's between <laughs> between Bortles and retirement. On this. He's not the same player he once was four years ago. It's about twice the size. Mm. That is the season, guys. All 267 games, I think it is. Mm-hmm. We've watched it all. Maybe Any final have. thoughts about this season? I think it's been a good season. I think it's been interesting to see the young quarterbacks coming forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very obvious now we can pick sort of three or four that are going to be the next generation once Breeze and Brady and I think Co we... shuffle off this mortal coil. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I think we need to see them. We need to see them do it for a couple of years because I remember yeah. having this conversation actually with with you, Punk, about that that crop a couple of years ago with Kaepernick, with Russell Wilson, mm. with Andrew Luck, thinking, "Oh, do you know what? The future's in good hands." Don't get me wrong, Wilson and Luck are fantastic, but Kaepernick's not even in the league. 
Wilson's not making, you not really competing in the playoffs, and and Luck again did okay, but they don't look like they're going to win a Super Bowl. Fell down against the Chiefs, didn't they? You know, so it's kind of I, I want to see him do it for a couple of years, but I do agree, it's exciting to see these these prospects coming through. I think that's something that I'd definitely take away from this year. You're right. I was a little bit disappointed in people like uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, who was hoping he was going to have a good mm. playoff run, and he kind of he just fell down mm-hmm. in the playoffs at the first step. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully they'll be able to come back and. And improve. Obviously, we've seen an improvement from Goff over the last three years, but this game last night was a massive step back, really, in terms of. His <coughs> and you see Wentz healthy as well. Thinking about him, we need Wentz healthy for an entire season. That'd be that'd, nice. That'd yeah. be quite I'd good. Be yeah. quite happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of young quarterbacks. Obviously, they're coming through. Baker's looking great, and uh, mm. Holmes looking great as well. And who? Patrick Mahomes. Oh right. Okay. MVP. What do you? What are your sorry? I completely forgot to ask you. What are your thoughts on the rumours from Adam Schefter that the Eagles are asking for a third round pick for Foles, and that's is that it. it. That is it. Apparently, wow. There's going to be people. Sorry, I should probably shouldn't wait till right at the end of the podcast to ask you that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's time to go. So <laughs> no, go on. Wow. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be happy with that. But no. they're also talking about a contract. They're uh, going to pick up his 20 mil option. But surely mm. them saying... That's to retain the that trade yeah, balance. Yeah. Yeah. But surely them asking for a third is just them going, look, cheers for winning us the Super Bowl. We're not going to price you out of a move somewhere if you want it. You know? I'm more thinking the value. I think he's worth more than a third round pick. I think I think we could get a first rounder off the Jags easily. They're, <laughs> they're, they've got to be desperate, surely. We've all seen draft day. <laughs> They'll take that trade. Yeah. <laughs> two twos this year two twos next year two twos. <laughs> I, I, I got money on Flacco going to the Jags I think oh no please it, no it, it sounds like a match made in hell doesn't it mm. <laughs> I, I think I think we'll push for Foles going to the Jags second rounder I think you could get from he's got one year left he's you know he's not super young but I no, think you could get a second round. He's got the I experience think. and got over got over the big guess. So I was shocked it was just a third round pick they were asking for. The mm. guy's a super MVP last year. And he doesn't turn the ball over. That's the thing. He's not an erratic guy. He's yeah. not Keenum or Cousins. Yeah. And it's not even like that's he's, right. It's not even like he's a um, Super Bowl MVP last year that's fallen off a cliff. A year later either he performed at a fairly decent level in the games he played. Yeah, he balled out this year, yeah. Yeah. So. And you look at what happens you know, with other those kind of middle range quarterbacks like Alex Smith who's probably not going to be playing next season because of his almost missing leg and uh, Kirk Cousins who was a, a massive bust this year really mm, in yeah. that, that did, didn't work out at all so to get a, a calm QB in there that can uh, help stabilise the team Jags would love that I think Yeah, feels fairly durable as well mm. as I don't really remember him having too many injury issues uh, trying to think back when he was leaving the Eagles whether there was anything going on there so, Not really. Can't remember no, no. it. Yeah, it. It wasn't down to injury or anything no. like that. I think it was just Chad Kelly. <laughs> Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yeah. Not Chad. not not Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Chad Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, that was the Super Bowl review and obviously the uh, NFL honors as well. Um, just so you know, guys, that we now are going to be turning our attention to the draft at the end of April. So we might have a week off just to recuperate. But we will be churning out more podcasts going through to draft day. That's obviously the end of our season. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. And obviously we'll be going through position groups and the combine and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, hopefully hopefully finding out the players that we should be looking at come draft day. Other than that, in the meantime, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at Jim and the King. Uh, and on people like Punk underscore Raider or 
at Cy underscore Philly or at Denver Dave 30 as well uh, for the missing link in our podcast. Is that the first time he's actually got your Twitter handle right? Yeah, I mean, it's only the second time he's tried it, to be fair, but, well, you know, that's not bad, 50% record. Yeah. As a Steelers fan, he'd probably take that, wouldn't he? (laughs) It's true, it's true. Wow, wow. (laughs) Eagles suck. Right, so until until next time, I've been Jim, that's been Punk Raider, that's been Philly Sight, that's been The King, and thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 